there's absolutely other ways to get a good work ethic, but sports are such an easy way to accomplish that. A good attitude and a good work ethic uh, will absolutely take you a long way, even if you don't, you know, maybe don't know the best answer. Being able to adapt and uh, change what you're doing on the fly is uh, really important. Produced by Podcast Architects. Welcome back to another episode of The Path Forward. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Rick Fernandez, where we talk education, innovation, and the blending of the two. So we have a very special episode today, uh, one I've been looking forward to for quite some time. And I need to thank a couple of people um, before we jump in. First, I'd like to thank our leadership at Answer Advisory for helping me make some of this happen. Uh, Brian Carruthers, our CEO, Adam Shaw, our Chief Delivery Officer, Corey Burbach, one of our vice presidents, our Mountain West team, Travis and his crew over there for helping us out. Uh, this has been very special for all of us, and we're looking forward to continuing our robust internship program that we have at Answer Advisory. So without further ado, I want to welcome one of our interns, Logan Rayburn. Logan, welcome to the show. Yeah, Rick, I really appreciate it. I'm excited to be here, have a conversation with you. I'm excited as well. So let's just kick it off. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, college, and your career goals and aspirations. Great, thanks. Uh, so my name is Logan Rayburn, and I'm a super senior uh, at Colorado School of Mines. I'm coming back for my ninth semester, so this will make it four and a half years. Uh, but I'm coming back so I can wrap up my uh, football career. Uh, I've been playing football my entire life. Uh, growing up in Dallas, Texas, football's really big down there. I'm sure as everybody knows. Uh, so I've been playing my entire life. This is my last season coming up. Uh, I'm going to take five years because of COVID hit in 2020. So we didn't get to play that year. Um, so let's see what else. I, uh, career. Tell yeah. us a little bit about your career. Yep. St I'm studying business engineering uh, here at Colorado School of Mines. I made the switch from petroleum engineering after my sophomore year. After I had some concerns about uh, the longevity of that industry and also kind of the, uh, the volatility volatility of it. I didn't want to spend all this money getting this nice mines degree to be in an industry that's constantly up and down. And I don't know if I'll have a job in the next year, you know, so figure people are always going to be doing business. Uh, so it's a good uh, skill set to have. So I made that switch. I've been in this curriculum for two years now. Um, and it's been great. I've really loved it. Lots of analytical stuff, uh, lots of math, lots of profit stats. Uh, it's been really interesting. Well, good, man. I'm glad you clarified the uh, super senior. I didn't want to make people think that you're like Van Wilder, like you're there for 10 years or something <laughs> like that. So, um, so like when you started looking and exploring your internships, what did you envision? Like, what was your, your gut feel about how it all play out? Not necessarily answer one, but just in general. Uh, well, my uh, idea of what my internship would look like in my head changed a lot um, throughout the years that I was here at Mines. Obviously, like I said, as a petroleum engineer. Uh, when I was thinking about internships in that field, I was picturing lots of stuff in the field, lots of, you know, being on oil rigs out in the dirt, maybe in the middle of nowhere in like the Dakotas or Louisiana or something, uh, you know, uh, staying in a hotel by myself, no friends out there. Uh, so, the, but then as I switched to business engineering, I was really hoping to be able to get something either here in Denver or back home in Dallas. So I could either be with the team or with family. Um, and I was lucky enough to be able to get that uh, to happen. But as far as the actual internship goes, I was really seeing a lot more of time in the office um, and a lot more 
mathy, math heavy analytical stuff since I switched over. Um, and I was happy, I was happy to see that with answer, I did get a significant amount of time in the field in this internship. I don't want to get into that too soon. I'll let you ask. All no, the questions yeah. Let, let, don't, let's, let's not, uh, let's not spoil the lead yeah, there. Yeah. But no, that's a great, that's a great point. And I think that's, you probably have a picture similar to many other college students. I want to give the audience a starting kind of a perspective of what we were trying to accomplish here uh, with the internship. And really the goal was that we built something for you and for, for other interns that wasn't just a one-off, right? It wasn't just kind of siloed work um, and that you had perspectives from a variety of team members, but also a variety of roles within the organization. Uh, because all the roles are changing and, and evolving very quickly. And as you well now know, we have to cross team across the country uh, with multiple sectors uh, because so many of our, our services overlap. So our goal was to really give you a complete experience. And that way you could say, hey, that's exactly what I envisioned and, and what I think I'll love. Or it's like, eh, that role over there may not be for me, but this one over here, which I didn't even know existed, um, that's something I can sink my teeth in. So that's the perspective that we were trying to to not only give you, but build upon for other interns. So can I ask you from what you envision to what in actuality, what were the differences there? Yeah, like you said, I was not expecting to have so many uh, different types of roles in my internship. I was kind of envisioning you're sitting at a desk all day and somebody walks by with a mound of paperwork this big that, you know, it's maybe tedious and boring and they don't want to do it, plop it on your desk and say, you know, get to work, uh, figure it out. Uh, but it was, it was nothing like that. And I was able to get a lot of different experiences, like you said, with different people. Um, I was able to work uh, with, I'm not sure if everybody, you know, watching knows this, I'm sure you do, but the Mountain West office, they do lots of asbestos abatement, which was a world that I knew literally nothing about. Um, you know, I was telling Matt Little, the guy at that office that I was working with uh, most of the time, that I, you know, I knew that we were having to take asbestos out of buildings. I knew that that was happening, but I wasn't, you know, I never put any thought to it about it being an industry as a whole, you know, and I learned about all the different roles that exist within just that industry alone within the you know, kind of greater construction uh, uh, consulting kind of industry. Um, so that was great. I mean, everything that I learned about asbestos abatement was fresh. You know, I didn't, I was starting from, uh, you know, <laughs> starting from nothing. So everything I learned was something, um, which was great. And then towards the end of the summer, I got to move more into the kind of the owner's rep portion of what we do uh, with Luis Covarrubias in the Denver office as opposed to the Greeley office. Um, so that was great. I was able to learn a lot about, uh, well, I was handling most of the FF&E installation, which again, I really knew nothing about. Uh, but so it was a great educational summer overall, uh, getting to dive into things that, you know, I really hadn't learned about at all in the classroom. No, I mean, that, that, you bring up a great point, and I know you're joking about, about hazing, but, man, that's, that's one of the worst things that happens, right? We get these interns or we get somebody that's, that's fresh out of college and excited as can be, then you just you slam them with this drudge work that kills all the excitement and kills all the energy and the enthusiasm, and uh, as if it's some type of rite of passage to do that, where, where instead, you know, our goal was to put you in a position to see all of it, right? The the paperwork that has to come along with the due diligence, but also the work in the field and then everything in between, you know, not just, Hey, can you, can you run, you know, 10,000 copies for, for meetings or what have you? I mean, that, that's really um, not what we want to do. And I and personally don't believe that's what any company should be doing is just you know, killing you with drudge work. Cause it's the quickest way to kill enthusiasm. 
Yeah, absolutely. What would you say is the biggest surprise from the internship? It's a good question. Um, I mean, like I said, I was uh, shocked by almost everything I was doing. I think the biggest surprise I had was the amount of time I spent in the field. Um, I was not ready for that really at all. And even when I was doing the FFD installation later in the summer, uh, especially then, I was on site practically all day. And if I needed to do some paperwork or something, you know, I would just find like an office set up where, you know, the other contractor supervisors were at and hammer something out. But I was expected to be in the office the whole time. And I was really probably in the office only like, I don't know, 30% of the amount of time that I was on the clock. I was really in the field a lot, uh, which was great. And so I was able to see um, different phases of construction projects being underway. Uh, you know, when I was up in uh, with the mountain office, uh, everything was bare bones, pretty much all the schools and uh, projects we were at. Everything had just been torn down and we were working on removing all the asbestos containing materials, stuff like that. And then by the time I was doing the owner's rep stuff and FFNE installation, it was much more finished products and we were just getting furniture installed in the buildings. So everything was painted, all the new floorings were in, you know, everything was done. So that was nice to be able to get to see processes or projects through the different phases of completion. That was nice. That's pretty awesome. You know, the, uh, the FFNE is such a critical piece, particularly for schools in our realm of, of what is actually going to go in the buildings and, and what that setup is going to look like. So it's, it's great that you got to see that perspective and that part of the process because that's, that's valuable as well. Okay, Logan, I want to pick your brain on something from your coursework. Give me a perspective on which skills are overemphasized in the classroom and which skills are underemphasized. Uh, I'm going to start with underemphasized. I think that one's a little bit uh, easier, has a more clear-cut answer. Um, I think it's adaptability. I think uh, so often in your coursework, you know exactly what's coming in, especially in this kind of digital age, you know what's coming down the line, you know. Um, so many of my classes, week one, you know, day one, syllabus day, you, they'll already have the full schedule laid out uh, for the entire semester. And, you know, maybe along the way, there'll be a change here or there, but miss for a snow day or something like that. But for the most part, you know exactly what all of your days in that class are going to look like for the coming months. And it was, you know, it's nothing like that when you get out into industry and in the office. So I would say being able to adapt and uh, change what you're doing on the fly is uh, really important and not really talked about much. Um, and the, it's hard to say, uh, having only done an internship, because so many of the concrete skills are what are overemphasized with the analytical skills and, you know, like, doing different analytics through Excel and stuff like, cause I just wasn't doing much of that in this internship. Um, but I would say absolutely that the ability to change and be quick on your feet is not talked about nearly enough in schools and especially in the different programs, uh, like, you know, I'm in business engineering, but like my friends in mechanical engineering and computer science, you know, they especially have very rigid curriculums and they know exactly what they're going to do. Um, and you don't have to deal with many, uh, multifaceted problems where, you know, like, Maybe something from this class comes into play, this class comes into play. You know, uh, in school, it's all just like, okay, I'm just focusing on business analytics right now, and I'm focusing on econometrics here. But in reality, they'll probably mesh more than uh, oh, yes. we're, than we're, yeah, yeah, they absolutely will mesh more, uh, definitely more than we're used to in the classroom settings. Well, I mean, I hope that you got to see a little bit of our cross-teaming and, and how important that is. And that just goes to show you and, and really drop on the point that you're making that it doesn't matter. Um, you know, which part of the, the industry you're involved in, you're going to have overlap. You're going to have to have an understanding of multiple things outside of your 
your specialty. Um, and so the quicker that you can learn that and really lean into some of those components, man, the, the more successful you'll be. So that, that that's a great pickup along the way that you see, like, hey, just adapt and, and learn and ask questions. And even if it's not necessarily your forte, you know, be valuable and, and learn and, and move on and be, um, be helpful to the process. So kudos to you for doing that. I appreciate it. Okay. That. We've got, I've got to talk something a little funny now. So your dad, your dad is in the industry. My dad and, is uh, in the industry. Yeah. And you could have had a chance to possibly intern with, with dad. Um, why not? Why, why choose answer advisory and sell dad? Like, ah, eh, it's just not for me. Uh, well, you know, a little bit of it is probably my own pride and ego wanting to like, you know, strike it out on my own. I get that I'm still going into the same industry and with a uh, company that he uh, works with a lot very closely. And we, uh, let's, let's give a shout out to, to Joe Rayburn and yeah. Building Solutions, who's, who's been a great partner with us and, and great sports and have, have entrusted us to, to help you along as well. So shout out to them. Yeah, shout, shout out to my dad. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then maybe another little piece of it is I really uh, love my summers up here in Golden uh, and in Colorado. Um, so the ability to stay up here and be with the team, um, especially with my last season coming up, uh, I really tr uh, like to think of myself as a leader uh, in the team. And it's always been really important during these summer workouts that the guys who are, are going to be making a difference in the upcoming season and, you know, like to assert themselves to be the leader on the team, it's important that they're here. So. That was a great added bonus, um, obviously, um, all the time with my friends. Uh, and the part that he probably wouldn't like for me to say is that I just got a new girlfriend who lives up here in Colorado. So that was <laughs> oh, it doesn't bother me. That's, yeah. Dad may not make, yeah, dad yeah. may not like that. He it doesn't, doesn't bother, bother me a bit. And I'm up here uh, instead of hanging out with family. But. <laughs> oh, he will. So that's all right. Uh, we can't, we're, not editing that, we're not editing that part out, but that's all right. I, I wasn't planning on it. <laughs> Uh, so let me ask you this then. So obviously senior year, senior season, you're, you're, you're knocking it out of the park with your grades. When you graduate, dad offers you a job, answer advisory offers you a job. How do you choose? Oh, How well, do you I'm put on the spot. Um, <laughs> uh, well, definitely both of them will come into play. Uh, what job is being offered at either sure. company, uh, that will play a huge role into it. Um, location as, but, uh, I think more of the, the role that's being offered to me, uh, you know, obviously I have a, a vision in my head of what I'll be doing. I hope it's something that, you know, I, I'm, I love and I'm passionate about, but if it's a good paycheck, I'll take that one too, <laughs> you know, obviously. Um, but I don't know. We just have to see uh, what the specific situation is when we come to it. I don't want to say anything too concrete. The dad can watch before, uh, before, <laughs> that's before, a great, before I absolutely have to, you know, that's a, that's a great, uh, middle of the road answer right there. I'm, I'm going to let you off the hook. We'll move on. Real uh, political answer. Yeah. There you go. There you go. You're learning quickly. That's, that's a fantastic answer. Yeah. Okay. I, I'd be remiss if, and you know, my background as a college basketball player and, um, definitely we connect on all things athletic. So I'd be remiss if not asking about, your media day um, for, you know, the, the Rocky Mountain Athletic Camp Conference, and, and how did that go? Uh, that went great. Um, it was a two-day two event, and the first day, our first thing uh, we had was actually uh, all of the students, so two guys uh, from the football team of each of the, I think there's 11 teams in our conference, so it's something like 22 guys. Uh, we actually all went to a, a children's hospital in downtown Denver, and nice. yeah. It, that was a really impactful, very emotional day because we uh, 
my teammate and I, along with uh, guys from two other schools, actually went to the uh, bone marrow transplant floor. So uh, went around to rooms of kids who are struggling with bone cancer and, you know, just tried to be a, be a little, uh, you know, bright spot and, you know, what is obviously a very difficult time. And it's, uh, I mean, it was, it was hard to do. And yeah. there's so many things that, uh, they want you to not mention, which are just so, you know, it's just very yeah. emotional, very emotional stuff, but it was once in a lifetime experience, obviously, you know, to get to be that person that puts a little like smile on their face. Uh, and they give you a little perspective about as much as, as things are important, putting it, putting in perspective about, you know, what's truly important in, in this life. Yeah. Somebody at the following media day event asked about pressure, the pressures that we face as student athletes and as athletes, and that, you know, you realize that really the things that we put pressure on ourselves are not, they're not real pressure. You know, like you hope you get like a good job coming out of school or you hope you do good at your job, or, you know, all these things, but there's like, you know, five-year-olds fighting for their literal lives in the hospital. And you're like, I mean, these things don't really matter that much. You know, I'd love for them to happen. But at the end of the day, you know, I have my health. Everybody in my family's healthy. All my friends are healthy. You know, I don't really have that much to be upset about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great perspective. Um, in terms of athletics, mm -hmm. what do you take from the field and apply towards career? I mean, some parallels maybe that you saw during your internship about uh, some of the skill sets that athletics brings? Uh, the first one I would say is being on time. <laughs> I've, I've always noticed that, that I like to show up early to things and that fo football has really been what's instilled that in me. I still have a, a recurring dream where I'm late to a football practice or game and I wake up in a panic. Uh, so that, uh, punctuality has been big, uh, but in addition, uh, work ethic, I think that's massive. I think there's so, so many people that, um, you, there's absolutely other ways to get a uh, good work ethic, but foot, but sports are such an easy way to accomplish that. You're just so used to, you know, what other people might call work or a grind, you know, seems like nothing to you, um, which has been very nice. Um, I think um, kind of adaptability, like I mentioned, or ways to figure out multiple ways to accomplish a task. If maybe, you know, your first idea doesn't work, okay, then you know, we'll try this, you know, classic halftime adjustment type thing. Um, that's really all I can think of off the top of my head. No, that's sure, right. I'm sure there's more. I mean, it's taught me practically everything I know. So whatever I'm doing, it's taught me. You know? Yeah, no, the, I like the the analogy of a halftime adjustment. I tell you what, we're making lots of them in motion, uh, depending on need, depending on what the client wants and sometimes what they think they want, but then they change in midstream. So it's all part of a, the adjustment process. The adaptability, as you spoke about before, is critical in, in what we do and how we serve clients. Uh, so that's extremely important. Okay, last question I have for you, then I'll let you run. Five years from now, if you're able to lead some internship programs or guide some interns, what do you tell those students? What do I tell them? That's a great question. I love that question. Um, I think the first thing I would tell them is to you know, kind of put, put your nose down and work, um, that that doesn't go unnoticed that you can be, you know, maybe you're not like the smartest or the brightest, you know, especially like as somebody like me going to mines, there's like real life geniuses in my classrooms with me. And I didn't have ever have to experience that in high school being like the dumb guy in class that nobody wants to get partnered with. So, you know, like a, a good attitude and a good work ethic uh, will absolutely take you a long way, even if you don't, you know, maybe don't know the best answer. 
but being able to find that answer and get it to whoever's uh, asking you is massively beneficial. Um, I would say to, at the same time I say, keep your nose down, keep your head up, uh, that it's not the end of the world. Maybe if this internship doesn't go great or if it doesn't parlay itself into a job offer, which is, you know, what most people are expecting and hoping for, that's not the end of the world that it was beneficial experience that you learned something that you, you know, you got educated, you made the connections, which, you know, everybody knows it's all in who, you know, um, and you're at, you're better for it. Even if it doesn't turn into a job here, you'll be able to turn into a job somewhere else. I love it, man. That's excellent advice. I mean, that's advice we give ourselves all the time as, as we change jobs and change careers, because that's just part of part of the career path nowadays where people are sticking with one job for 20 years. That's very rare. And it's going to continue to be less and less um, possible to do that. So no great advice. Uh, do you think that your GPA at Mines will end up being higher than our CEO, Brian Carruthers GPA? Ooh. I don't know what it, I don't know what his GPA was. Um, I think God. I'm gonna have to go with the humility route and say no, probably not. That's <laughs> a good considering he's the CEO, yeah, and I was yeah, most recently just the intern. I'm gonna say his GPA is probably a little bit higher. There I also don't go. know what he studied. Hey, let me give you a hint. Doesn't matter. Just yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> probably. Well, man, I, I really appreciate you spending some time with us today and and being a part of our our answer family. I'm not going to tease too much. We still have some things in, in the works, you and I and, and some of our answer yeah, we folks, yeah. and we're hoping that uh, we can reveal some of that in the near future, but I'm not going to give any more away than that. But yes, uh, but I appreciate your time, man. And, and thank you so much just for, for being a great leader for, the, for your college, your teammates, and also for the future workforce, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you for having me on and thank you for the, uh, the opportunity to intern with you guys this summer. It was a great opportunity. Hope to be with Pleasure. you guys in the future. Pleasure's ours, man. Produced by Podcast Architects.